Here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. All right, Northlanders. I had not intended uh, the entire show today to be, you know, taken up by the Minnesota, uh, this Minnesota abortion bill, Protect Reproductive Options Act. It, what, a, what a name for a kill the babies act, huh? Why don't they just call it what it is? Kill the Unwanted Child Act. Not Protect Reproductive Options Act. That's nonsense. It's uh, kill the unwanted child, even if it's, uh, you know, and it's one thing to do it within the first 12, six weeks, whatever, but right up to while you're having the child, while it's coming out natural childbirth. You know, let me let me just say one last thing here and see if I understand this right. Walls's, Walls's party, the Democratic Party, has decided that they want to fundamentally give the right to abortion to anyone in Minnesota, any age, for any reason, or any stage of pregnancy. Now, let me see if I understand this right, Kenny. Does that mean that if I happen to have a 14, 15-year-old granddaughter who gets pregnant, uh, you know, for what whatever reason— uh, you know, she's um, it's screwing around with some guy, whatever. That she does not have the 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 state. Her parents do not have the right to know. She can have that abortion just by going in, telling somebody in the clinic or wherever, and she doesn't have to tell her parents. She doesn't have to notify her parents. In fact, the state doesn't have to notify her. Planned parent doesn't have to notify them, and it can be for any reason whatsoever. Is that? Is that the right of this? I believe it is. That's the way I've read this act. So Minnesota has taken a, taken a first. Boy, I'm really proud of Minnesota. So, so good. Very good. Very good, Minnesota. You get a big pat on the back. Same thing with uh, now the bill to allow Minnesotans unauthorized, unauthorized immigrants. Now, see, that's a Minneapolis Star Tribune writing. It should be. Uh, a bill to allow Minnesota's unauthorized illegal immigrants, you forget the word illegal, you know, they didn't come here because they were given authorization to come here as immigrants. No, they snuck across the border, either on the northern or southern border. More and more people are sneaking across the northern border now, it turns out. But now they can obtain a driver's license without showing proof of legal residence. That was now passed by the Minnesota House of Representatives yesterday. The driver's license for all bill. Boy, I feel warm fuzzies all over. The driver's license for all bill passed in the House by a vote of 69 to 60. So in other words, a very tight, tight passage. Advocates have said the law prohibiting unauthorized Illegal. I'm throwing in illegal because they are illegal. They're not They're not immigrants. They weren't asked to come here. They weren't brought here. They snuck across the border. From acquiring driver's licenses poses a safety issue for those who live in fear that a routine traffic stop could lead to deportation. Well, you know what? If they were really concerned about being deported, and they knew they didn't have a driver's license, they wouldn't be driving. Pretty crazy, isn't it? It really is. (laughs) So you can essentially come to America illegally, 
cross the southern border or the northern border. I don't know why it would right. be different at the northern border. I mean, if they stop you at the northern border, um, I wonder if they're saying at the northern border, nope, you can't come in here, go to the south border. <laughs> but no, I don't, Brad, think, I don't you, think so. No, you can come through the southern border. You can make your way to Minnesota. You can be given a driver's license. You can be pregnant and kill that baby. Yep. You can come to this country illegally, come to Minnesota, be given a driver's license so you can drive to the abortion clinic, no questions asked, on the day before that baby is due to be born and have it snuffed out. And if you're one of those illegal immigrants that happens to come across the southern border down in, uh, let's say, Texas, Texas might even round you up and put you on a nice air-conditioned bus uh, because, you know, you've struggled and worked and haul, you know, hauled your, uh, your butt end across probably thousands of miles coming from wherever southern state you're, or other southern country you're coming from. And you get to the southern border in Texas— you come across, they decide, okay, you're an illegal immigrant, but we're going to move you out. We don't want you here in Texas. We got so many illegals here already. We're having a hard time taking care of our own. We ship you up to New York. And for some strange reason, you get put into a posh Manhattan hotel at taxpayer's expense. And then you're in there for a while. And then the state of New York decides, you know what? We can't keep paying the kind of money to this hotel to keep you up here. So we've built a new immigration system down at the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal. We're going to move you down there. And what happens? You say, nope, ain't going to go. I like it right here where I am, right here in this posh uh, Manhattan hotel. That's what happened yesterday, Kenny. Hundreds of illegal immigrants protested against being moved to the Brooklyn Cruise Terminal Migrant Relief Center. It's outrageous. I think it's more to do with the fact that they're going to be, that it was uh, it was supposed to be an all-male center. Uh, and they didn't want to go there because they liked the fact that they were living in a uh, posh hotel where, according to reports, a number of people had said that a number of these migrants are having sex in the hallways of the row one of of New York City's best-known hotels, drinking alcohol in the lobby, trashing uh, some of the hotel rooms uh, during the uh, football games. Uh, They're not touching sandwiches that have been provided for them because they they don't like that kind of stuff. They'd rather eat beans and rice, which they will make in the coffee pots uh, in the rooms. So I can't believe the audacity of someone who would come to our country illegally, take a free bus ride to the number one city in the country, and then decide that they're going to pick and choose the free accommodations that they're getting. It's, it's, fun. it's just incredible. We are putting, well, what is happening is, and, you, and of course, you know, if you go outside of that hotel, of that posh Manhattan hotel, you find homeless Americans living on the streets. We're not putting Americans first. This is absolutely insane. Everybody, everything looks bad next to a real nice midtown hotel. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if If I had my choice, I guess I'd want to live in that motel too. 
But yeah, they understand. The immigrants know right away that uh, hey, I got a, I got it pretty good here. I don't want to go down to the, to the, to the port authority and live in some thing they've thrown together there with a tent deal. Remember, at the southern border, we had reported that over 150 countries, represented by the millions of illegals flooding over the southern border, Canada is no different. Canada now is starting to receive a lot of people coming across through over the. Um, over that bridge, you know, coming between Buffalo and New York and uh, and the Canadian border up there. Uh, they are finding Haitian men, Indian uh, Indian families. The Swanson, Swanston Act, centered in Vermont, saw twice as many illegal immigrants in the four-month period than they had for the prior two years. So now they're starting to find their way across the northern borders as well. And let me ask you about this driver's license now. Um, so when they, when you get a driver's license in the state of Minnesota, if you get a car, what's the first thing you have to do? You have to buy insurance for it. Now, if you're an illegal immigrant, first of all, are you going to follow the law? You haven't followed it up till now. You've illegally entered this country. You walked across the border. You broke the law there. Uh, you came here. I just saw a story as we were away on the news break. They've picked up an illegal immigrant in Arizona who they have found was a convicted murderer in the country from which he has come from. He doesn't want to go back to that country because they're going to put him in jail and they're probably going to lock him up and throw the key away. But he wants to be released here in this country, he's a convicted murderer. You know, Brad, I think it's safe to say that those numbers of those type of people coming here illegally, are they're, they're numbered in the thousands. Yeah. In the thousands. This is really some and crazy stuff, isn't it? It, it really is. And, and all of this, uh, you know, and then, then we've got this, uh, we now are in the throes of a uh, of of something that could become extremely difficult in this country, and that's right now uh, we are in a uh, we're we're in a fight between the Republicans and the Democrats uh, to uh, to come up with a budget to uh, to keep things paid for in this country. As President Joe Biden, I'm reading you out of MSN story this morning. As President Joe Biden welcomes Republican House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. On Wednesday, tomorrow, they're going to have a, a sit-down. They're going to sit down and break bread, maybe drink some wine or a beer or who knows what. The White House is making one thing clear. There will be no negotiations on the debt ceiling. What? What do you mean? You mean, you mean Joe, Joe, uh, uh, Joe Biden thinks he can just demand what he wants out of the debt ceiling? It it does reflect, according to the story, it reflects a broader White House strategy. And that is uh, here that we expect if we reach a debt limit that uh, there will be, um, that, that the Republicans will have to accept the fact that they're going to have to raise the debt ceiling. If they don't raise the debt ceiling, bills aren't going to be paid. We could shut down big parts of the government and we could go into uh uh, you know, the uh, the first time this country has ever had a situation where we don't pay our bills. It has the potential to be a calamity. And Joe Biden has the audacity to say, 
There will be no negotiations on the debt ceiling. You take it my way or you don't do it, period. Well, we got to take our first break here of hour number three. Uh, we will be back shortly, people. KDAL time is 125. We've got sunshine. We've still got some cold temperatures. But here uh, around the Twin Ports, we're above zero. Superior, five above. National Weather Service at last check uh, was up to three above. And Colquet checks up, uh, checks at three above as well. Moose Lake checks in nine above. So we're finally getting above zero. And Brad, on the phone, we do have from Tortoise and Hare, 40th Avenue, Western Grand, Jim Stuckel. I was just going to ask, where is Jimmy Stuckel? <laughs> You, you know where he is? Right now, he's standing outside of his car by Wade Stadium. And, really? Yeah. And, you know, because I like to go outside so I can move around a little bit and talk to you, but I've got a good Loki jacket on. Got some good so you're, ice buds. you're going to stay warm? you got you got ice buds on? You're not going to fall over? Right. <laughs> well, I could fall over for any number of reasons, but not well, because I'm, I'm not going to slip on the ice. <laughs> Oh. But, but Jimmy, if you're at Wade Stadium, there's no game going on there today, is there? No. <laughs> this, this would feel like the the days when I was coaching at uh, UW Superior, oh you know. Yes, yes. Oh. oh, cold days. I remember some days like that myself. Yes. Well, yeah. so uh, so what should we know is happening? You know, I heard one of your ads the other day. You got a new line of running shoes? Did I hear? Yeah, the new brand is called On, like O-N, and the money behind that is from Roger Federer, the Swiss tennis player. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, and they have a technology that's kind of got tubes in the heel and, and the forefoot of the shoe, so it's a little softer. I'm I'm not going to say running 26 miles on it is going to be the best thing that you ever had in your life, but, you know, for somebody who's looking for a soft feel, and lots of cushioning underneath their foot. That's certainly one of them to try. Not not for everybody because it, it became kind of a, a rage shoe. And, uh, you know, because people had them and, boy, I want one of those because everybody's talking about them. But that's, yeah. as we know, Brad, from us talking for years, that's not the way to buy shoes. And, no. Uh, no. We have many options for you, you know, and, and it's uh, – Come in not because your sister told you or, you know, you read it online someplace because usually the first 10 or 12 reviews are done by the company anyway or somebody the company designated. So uh, that, that's what we're trying to do is we'll sort out that the mess of shoes on the wall and get you into the right product, and if, especially if you've got some foot issues. But anyway, yeah. On is a brand, and it works for us for specific things, and you know, they they have some really cool just, looking it's shoes. It's just called it's just called on. Yep, O N. O N. So okay. Yeah, and it's kind of a well, funny, I was, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was going to tell you a Friday or Saturday when we went out fishing, my friend and I down in uh, down in Florida here. We went out fishing on a big bay. It was cold and windy and miserable, but I had made purposely made the re, made the bring with me i had chosen to bring with me my farm defeat socks and okay. i will tell you my whole body was cold except my feet those things kept me warm those <laughs> socks are unbelievable <laughs> they are and you still can't wear them out no matter what no you really can't <laughs> yeah 
they're another lifetime guarantee. I know, you know, and that's another thing we've got. You know, we've got the farm to feed and the darn tough and whatever else, but we've got in gingy socks and we've got, you know, fit sock and we've got options for people to try because it's not one size fits all again. But I'm glad you like the farm to feed. Oh, they were fantastic. They were, I mean, that really was probably the only part of my body that was not frozen <laughs> there for hours. <laughs> oh, and that's, oh, that's, a, uh, that's a good thing. And uh, they yeah, keep you warm is. and dry. Well, and you've got so many options like that. You've got the uh, if, whether whether you're going to be spending some time outside fishing. In fact, for the for the person that is really a hard ice fisher person, you've got those stocking caps or those hats that you can put a headlight, snap it onto it. It's got a built-in receptacle that you can snap a headlight on there that is rechargeable. That you can be fishing and you can look right down in the hole. And the light will be in there, and you can see what you got. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely, something something for everybody. And as as we had also said, we don't have any left-handed widgets in the store, so we're only going to sell you something that's useful. We're not just trying to make a sale because we want to steal one of your dollars. We're, you know, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna show you good quality products that you can use. There you go. Well, Jimmy, let's uh, let's tell people what hours of operation you're open. You're right on the corner of 40th Avenue West and Grand, a big, beautiful blue and white building that you can see the mural of uh, Spirit Mountain painted on the side. And when are you open? Okay, uh, Monday through Friday, it's 9 until 7. Saturday is 9 to 5. Sunday is noon to 4. You can uh, shop us on tortoisehairfootwear.com. And, you know, all those other social media things that people do nowadays, you can find yeah. us there, too, Facebook and Instagram and whatever. So Meta uh, and all the other ones. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stuff that I don't understand. Yeah, me, me neither. It's good thank to have you, young Jimmy. people Appreciate around. It. Okay, thank you. All right. All have right. Kenny, uh, Kenny, will Mark hang on through the CBS break, or do we, can we, do we have the option to put him on? Yeah, let's go ahead time. and get to Mark. All right, let's go. Mark from Moose Lake, happy afternoon to you, sir. Thank you, and uh, I won't be long. I just had a couple comments. First of all, you talked about calamities, and this whole administration's a calamity. Um, but but so is New York. Um, here's the issue. If you don't pay your bill, you get kicked out. If you're here illegal and you're in a, in a hotel, a ritzy hotel like that, you, why give them the option? I know it's a sanctuary city, and they're supposed to house them, but you have a choice. Either go to Brooklyn or you go back to where you came from. It's that simple. They're playing games with these people, and people are allowed to play games back. And it just makes the, 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 the mayor and even the New York administration a joke. And all these woke cities that are sanctuary cities, they're doing it to themselves. And Walls wants to have Minneapolis a sanctuary city as well. And so people that don't know that and voted for these people, you're getting exactly what you deserve. Don't ever forget that. These people are there because you invited them. And, and uh, right. if you don't like that, your views. If you do like that, then, then don't bitch. That's that, that simple. Boy, well said, Mark. You're absolutely right. You're you are getting exactly what you voted for. And unfortunately, the case in New York, the mayor of New York, this mayor, current mayor, is pretty bright. He knows that uh, Texas can't handle the amount of illegals that are coming in there. But he's to the point that he says, look, I can't handle them either. We've way outspent our budget. We got to get rid of them. So we'll see what happens here when push comes to shove. Anyway, folks, we've got to go to CBS News. Thank you, Mark. Very uh, well said and very short, precise. And we'll come back shortly with much more here on Sound Off. 
KDAL time is 1.38. I've got, uh, what do I have? I've got six at the Army Corps of Engineers, six above. And at the National Weather Service in Duluth, we have lots of sunshine, five above. And Superior checks in fair skies and five above. Iron Range, uh, current temperature in Eveleth, fair skies and three above. And Brad, I've got some morning low temperatures. It got really cold here in the Northland, 29 below for a low in Hibbing. International Falls, cold, but not really that cold. 16 below for the morning low in International Falls. 13 below was the morning low here in Duluth. 14 below in Superior. And Hayward, Wisconsin this morning, minus 20. Kenny, I don't know how International Falls could actually be less cold than Hibbing, but it was. Well, the systems move, and they ebb and flow, and they go from uh, relatively west to east or northwest to southeast, and that's what's happening. We've got systems moving here, and we're going to actually see a little uh, milder temperatures roll in here, albeit just for a short period of time, and then we're going to get cold again. Uh, My goodness, we're looking at uh, Thursday night. Duluth might see its first minus 20 or colder temperature on Friday morning. Yeah, Friday morning's going to be cold, as is Friday. And and then we're going to warm up and see some precipitation move in uh, Saturday. And uh, we might even have some light snow tomorrow night and early Thursday morning, albeit it's a very light chance. In the meanwhile, Kenny, I'm going through a hockey withdrawal. I don't have my wild to watch at night, and it's uh, kind of a bummer because this is the week of the uh, of the All-Star break. So I, it, it is. is. Is it Friday and Saturday, or when is the All-Star? You know, Saturday? honestly, Brad, I, I don't really know. I, I stopped following the All-Star game when they changed the format and they went to a world versus them, and I, yeah. I just I, I completely lost interest in it. And back in the day, when you just had the East versus the West, you know there was something to watch. And a lot of people have been critical of All Star games. Well, they don't really play that hard, and and I get it. You don't want to get injured in an All Star game, but no, it is a showcase no. of the best players in the sport. This being hockey. But I I've just I've lost interest in the NHL All Star game. I don't even know what they do. I, I just. I'm out of the well. Loop. That's that's why they've gone to these. Uh, um, what what the heck do they call them now? Skills competitions. Well, that's where the fun. first day it's a two day deal. The first day is all a skill competition. Yeah, shoot, shoot the puck in a net up in the corner of the net or something like that. You know, they went to the three on three, and they have. Do they use a beach right. ball in the All Star game, or are they still well, using I a puck? Well, I don't know. It's rather it's rather interesting you brought that up because have you seen what they've done to the NFL All Star game? <laughs> Flag football's coming to the flag football. <laughs> you, you can't make this stuff up. I, you just can't. I, you know, I will no, say this, really... Brad, about the NFL Pro Bowl. It's that that's yeah. a tough one to do because the season's over. A lot of players are injured and hurt. They've just come yep. through a grueling season. They don't they don't want to play any more football. No, Gr- no. Granted, no. they used to send them out to Honolulu. That was cool, but. Uh, I don't know how they can do it any differently, though. Well, it's, yeah, I guess it's it, it has become kind of a, you know, it's it's a good thing. I mean, it's, it's important for your contract if you can say, look, I was uh, elected to the Pro Bowl. I actually have some value and worth to my contract that's coming due. And that's about all it's really worth anymore. But let me ask you a question. I've seen now recently that they've started advertising for the new or the new football league, the USFL, that I guess it's not that new. They've been around a while, 
But are they affiliated or connected with the uh, with the regular NFL? Because the, I the see USFL. Uh, yeah. No. 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 Well, why? Why are the Peyton brothers doing ads for them? Well, because they got them to sign a contract. <laughs> okay. So it's all about the money, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that does seem a little odd, doesn't it? Uh, I don't think either it of does. them play for the USFL. Yeah. I, I thought maybe there was uh, like it's almost like a junior league for the uh, NFL or something. No. Maybe the NFL is using it as a recruiting tool for some of the players. Or something no, like it's that. always been a competitive league. I'm sorry, a league that's in competition with the NFL to some degree. But no, the NFL and the USL, USFL are separate entities. Well, anyway, I want to go back just for a moment or two about the uh, the debt ceiling thing, because you are going to be hearing a lot about this in the coming months ahead or weeks ahead, at least. Um, you know, for Biden to say uh, to McCarthy, look, don't think we're going to negotiate. There's going to be no negotiating going on here. I'm sure that's what Obama said back then, too. But Obama did agree uh, there was a full scale crisis during the Obama uh, administration uh, that was uh, default was averted when Obama agreed to two trillion dollars in spending cuts, but there was damage nonetheless. The U.S. experienced the first credit rating downturn, and the stock market plunged during that period of time. So for Biden to say there will be no negotiations, I don't think he understands that he really doesn't hold that much of a of a card when it comes to that. McCarthy is pointing to the same talks 12 years ago to make the case that negotiating over spending cuts should take place again. Uh, the White House uh, cites congressional presidents to, uh, to argue that the debt limit can be lifted without conditions, and, and probably so. I mean, Congress has raised the debt ceiling, listen to this number, since 1960, just since 1960, they have raised the debt ceiling 78 times. White House officials like to note that that includes 49 times under Republican presidents, 29 times under Democratic presidents, and during uh, divided governments like today. Three of those times came when Donald Trump was president with votes from both Republican and Democrats in Congress. Well... The only takeaway is that until they come up with negotiations or until they decide how they're going to deal with this, um, you're going to see Biden continue to point out that, well, if they if we start negotiations, those mean, nasty Republicans, they're going to try to cut Medicare or they're going to try to cut Social Security, even though McCarthy has already vowed both of those things are off the table and won't be touched. But Biden will continue to say it because they've learned that uh, that very uh, insightful piece that if you claim that the Republicans are going to cut your Social Security or going to cut your Medicare, you might believe them and, and you might uh, just get some points out of that. So it, it, we're going to we're going to see a lot more of this as we go on. Anyway, we got to go to our Fox News break, or our, I should say our Minnesota News break, and uh, then we're going to come back. We've got a couple callers on the line we want to get to, so we'll be right back. Your Twin Ports home for UMD Bulldog Hockey. Shot score! 
KDAL. KDAL time is 153. UMD Hockey here on KDAL. Bruce Siski with the call. We've got UMD Hockey Friday, 7 o'clock pregame. Uh, UMD will be uh, with Western Michigan. And then Saturday, February 4th, uh, UMD. And this, these games are at Amsoil. UMD will be taking on Western Michigan on Saturday as well. 5.30 pregame on Saturday. Well, we're starting to uh, burn up the cl- the clock here, and I got uh, I want to make sure we get to Tim. Uh, Tim, uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, I can make this real quick. I think we McCarthy should do a total flip up on him on what we demand for uh, raising the debt ceiling, and I think what we do is put a demand on closing the southern border. Oh, I like that. In other words, basically tell Biden, yeah, we can raise the debt. We'll we'll do that. But you're going to have to close that border to nothing but legal immigration. Exactly. And if we were to go at it from that route, he would lose all of his bargaining chips of trying to say we're cutting this and cutting that and, you know, making the Republicans look bad. Instead, uh, we are looking to protect our borders. And that would save us more money than all their boondoggles of saying we're cutting this program or cutting that program. Oh, that's a great idea. I really like that. Uh, that that makes sense to me. Uh, you got to have something to bargain with, and we're not. I'm sure nobody in the Republican Party wants to let the government collapse or let uh, uh, you know let our financial uh, house fall apart completely. But you got to be able to know. Even with uh, Obama, there was trading going on there. There were two trillion dollars in cuts that got made during that period of time. So you can't yeah, say that it's they were uh, all future. You know. They were all future increases that got cut. So nothing really got. Cut. Yes, that's, that's true. Where, that's why I say if we were to do this, it would save us more money because it would sure actually would. save for what's going on. Well, and it would so, certainly uh, stop a lot of this nonsense that's going on with the border right now, because, you know, I just, and and poor uh, Camilla here, uh, you know, well, I shouldn't say poor. She's got to be looked at right now. The Democratic Party is looking at her as uh, as being an anchor on the uh, even on Biden's administration. There's a lot of discussion right now that she's not going to be coming back on the ticket because he put her in charge of the southern border. And yet she did nothing to control anything down there. Um, So we'll see what what's happening as we go along. Um, Kenny, I had a strange message from you at the end. What is that? (laughs) I, I, I don't know. Well, anyway, thanks, Tim. Appreciate it very much. Well, folks, we are just about out of time here in, in uh, on this show. Tomorrow, you know, just keep keep warm. Get your fireplace going tonight. Uh, you know, put, wear those heavy woolen uh, longies. You'll be just fine. It, it's it's going to start warming up before too long. It's got to. Uh, it doesn't stay like this forever. Uh, but just remember the important things in life. A hot toddy, warm jammies, and a, and somebody comfortable in the bed with you. So keep that all in mind. Um, in the meantime, we will be back on Wednesday with much more. We'll try to bring you up to date on what's going on down in the Capitol. Uh, things are moving fast in Minnesota. They've got a lot of bills, uh, and the Democrats are in charge of everything, so they can just about force anything they want through, and they're doing that. So we'll see you all tomorrow on Sound Off here on 610 KDAL.